Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And uh, it, today is December 8th, and we are in the middle of the holiday season all around the world. And last night, I had my grandbabies over to make Christmas cookies. So go on my Instagram, which is Ask Julie Ryan, and you'll see our kitchen, which was full of flour. The pictures that I posted are just hilarious. You'll you'll just crack up when you see them. And I hope you're all doing things that are uh, helping you and your family members enjoy the, the holiday season wherever you are, too. We have several people that have called in to join us this evening with their questions. And then, of course, I have a huge bunch of questions that have been submitted online. And I will get to those, a few of those as time allows as well. So let's go to our first caller, and I believe that's Ann. Hi, Ann. Are you with us? Hi, Julie. Yes, I'm here. Thank you. How are you, girl? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Good, thanks. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from beautiful Boise, Idaho, where it's snowing and looking a lot like Christmas about now. I bet. I saw on the news with that storm that's supposedly coming across the country. We're even supposed to get cold temperatures down here in the deep south. Yeah, beautiful. Well, good. Well, I hope that you um, get to stay inside and don't have to drive much in it. Yeah, I don't have to drive, but I just came back from taking my dogs for a beautiful uh, snowy walk and looking at all the uh, Christmas decorations, so that was really nice. Wonderful. Terrific. So you feel like you're living in a snow globe right now, right? (laughs) Yeah, and we don't get much snow here, um, so this is kind of unusual. We have a very temperate climate here, so this is like our week of uh, snowy cold temperatures, and then it's going to clear up and um, get back to the 40s by day and 30s by night. Perfect. Did you have a question for me? I do. So um, we had a one-on-one about my move, and we talked about caring for dogs and so on on our one-on-one last time, and I plan on following up with that. But my question for tonight was um, a couple nights ago, I – have a Tempur-Pedic mattress, I should say, and my sister gave me this awesome Fitbit that measures your heart rate and so on. So I woke up in the middle of the night and had raging um, uh, heart rate, like well over 100 beats per minute. And the next morning I woke up and I didn't really feel very well. And interestingly enough, my my half-sister, who is about 15 years older than I am, who lives in um, Virginia, 
had about the same thing happen to her a few years ago, and um, it kind of scared me a little bit, and I just wondered if you wouldn't mind doing a, you know, a scan on me about that. Yeah, sure. Was she wearing a Fitbit when she had that I don't know. situation? I don't know if she was or not, but I was, and I just, as I was laying on the mattress, because uh-huh. it's a memory memory foam mattress, I could just feel my heart thumping and mm-hmm. um, check my Fitbit, and it was just concerning because normally I'm at about in the upper 60s for a resting heart rate, so uh-huh. it uh, just made me a little concerned. And remind me how you, how old you are. 58. Okay. And remind me if you're on hormones or not. Uh, I was, and then I wasn't, and you told me I should be, so I'm back on okay. them again. Okay, that's what I was thinking. I just wanted to double check. So you're back on them now? I am, as of the last probably six or seven days or so. Okay. All right. Two things are coming to mind before I even get you on my radar. First of all, the Fitbit, I Googled that and heart rate. I, I, there's some schools of thought, and, you know, Apple's going to probably shoot me if they hear me say this, and the Fitbit people, there are schools of thought that we may not want something like that attached to our bodies because it's sending out an electronic frequency, you know, an EFT, and it um, it can interfere with our heart rhythms and other things. So um, there are lots of schools of thought that say, when you go to bed at night and your cell phone is near your bed, for God's sakes, don't sleep with it on your bed or some people sleep with it next to their pillow, you know, on their pillow or next to them. Turn the Wi-Fi off and turn the Bluetooth off because they're elect- there's an electromagnetic frequency that they admit, right. emit, and that can be harmful to us over the long term. So that was the first red flag that went up in my head about the Fitbit when you mentioned that, Anne. The other thing is it may be hormonal, you know, with you just getting adjusted to the hormones. But having said all that, let me get you on my radar and let's see what's going on. Now, for those of you who are new listeners, when you'll hear me say, let me get you on my radar, what I'm doing is I'm raising my vibrational level to the level of spirit, which spirit vibrates very fast because it's not in our bodies right our bodies have mass so i raise my vibrational level takes me a second nanosecond to do it i do it at will don't walk around scanning people i don't think it's ethical i don't think it's any of my business and i don't really want to know (laughs) if i'm in a crowd of people what's going on with everybody so what i'm going to do is i'm going to see a laser beam go from my body here in birmingham alabama it will go directionally since ann's in idaho it's going to go northwest it'll hook into her that takes a second and then i'm going to shoot energy from the bottom of her feet up through the top of her head and it'll be like i'm looking at an x-ray or a ct scan or an mri in my head and i can see in my mind's eye broken bones torn ligaments whatever so here we go all right uh got you on my radar shooting energy up through you um you look fine your energy field i can see the hormones starting to take effect so let's i think you look fine medically let me see what's going on what caused it um All right, so you and I have worked on this, and and to those of you that are listening and you've heard me say this before, I always ask it, is is it in 
someone's best interest too. So, Anne, let's ask the questions and answer them together. Is it in Anne's best interest to continue to wear the Fitbit at night while she sleeps? Probably not because I also sleep with a computer. So when I wake up at night, I watch movies, and I know that's a really bad Girl? idea. Girl, <laughs> I, you need to turn I know. off. Get all I that know. Off. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, I'm not supposed to do that. I get it. Okay, yeah. I got to know that it's not in your best interest to sleep with the Fitbit on you. So if you have to wear it, you know, if you're, if you're into it, wear it during the day, but take it off at night. Okay, when okay. you go to bed. Turn your phone off at night. You can leave it on if there's an emergency, but turn off the Wi-Fi and the um, Bluetooth. Okay, and for heaven's sakes, turn that darn computer off too. You don't yeah. want all that, you know, electronic frequency stuff going on in your bedroom while you're trying to sleep. Yeah, I know okay? that, yeah. I think that's what's going on. Um, any other questions on that? I think you look fine. I think Thank that's you. really what's going on. Yep. So yeah. my sister's having, she's um, 15 years older and having the same issues, and we've been talking about that Zona that you recommended. Yeah. Um, and so I wondered if you wouldn't mind scanning her if she would let you and yes, see what's I'd going on with her. Yes, I'd be happy to. Uh, for those of you that didn't haven't heard that podcast yet, Zona Zona dot com Z O N A dot com is a has a device that's used to lower blood pressure for people with high blood pressure, and it seems to be working better than a lot of the medications, if not all the medications that are out there. And the technology was developed for Russian cosmonauts. Apparently, when when astronauts or cosmonauts go into space, it messes with their blood pressure. And it and what it does is you you push this thing with your hand and you do it, I don't know, for a minute or something a couple times a day and it has had amazing effects um, in lowering blood pressure and is being um, actually hailed by Harvard and Johns Hopkins and a lot of big fancy schmancy medical schools. So that's what Anne's talking about. Anne, let me put you on hold and I'll come back to you because I have a bunch of other callers and if I have time, I'll be delighted to scan your sister if she'll let me. Okay, great. Thank you. All right. You bet. Thanks for calling. Happy holidays. You too. Okay. Next, I believe we have Allie. Hi, Allie. Are you with us? Hi. Yes, I am. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, I'm calling from Columbus, Ohio. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How was Thanksgiving? Uh, everybody, um, Allie has called in before. She just lost her dad a couple of months ago. So I'm sure it was probably bittersweet, but how did you guys get through all that? Um, It kind of, it was surprising, like you said, kind of like the waves of the ocean. It was a big wave that day. It kind of caught my mom and I off guard. So, yeah. um, What Allie's talking about, everybody, with the waves of the ocean is whenever I'm talking with somebody about grief in the loss of a loved one or a pet even, what I what I like to use as an analogy is it reminds me of the ocean. When the waves come in from the ocean, you know, they come in with a lot of force and it feels very powerful. And it's the same as like the waves of grief. When you get a wave of grief, it's overwhelming, isn't it, Allie, at times? Yeah, yeah but definitely. Then, but then if you let yourself feel it, it's going to recede and come uh-huh. back and go away, right? Yeah, But yeah. then 
before you know it, you're going to have another wave of grief yeah. come in. And it's exactly. going to be intense. And you're going to yeah. think, oh, my God, this is awful. And then it's yeah. going to recede and it's going to go away. So with time, that's going to get better. But mm-hmm. just as the waves of the ocean, you know when that wave has come in, it's going to go away. Yeah. It's not going to stay in. So it's the same with the waves of grief. So thanks yeah. for bringing that up. Yeah. Did you have a question? I did, um, actually. I've been, okay, you know, very, like, I... um I have obviously my moments every few weeks or whatever. My dad just died in October. So, um, but one, my question is a few, probably a week ago, um, a week and two days ago, probably, um, I was having one of those moments. The evenings are obviously a lot harder for me Mm -hmm. than during the day because I'm busy. Um, but I just kind of like fell apart and it was kind of the first time I really grieved, um, since everything and I was going to sleep and as I'm falling asleep and you know, my eyes are swollen shut, I was just like, dad, I just really want to see you one more time. And with that thought, I fell asleep mm-hmm. and I had the most vivid dream slash visit, I think, um, of my dad. And it was amazing. And I was in this little kind of like a waiting room almost. And I had like a pew of like a church, but there's a waiting room between like heaven and here, and it was, um, my dad was there and he was, it was my sister and my mom and myself. And, um, he was talking to everybody before me, but I remember standing in this room and being like, I'm really here. Like, this isn't a dream. Like I'm not dreaming. And I was mm-hmm. looking around and I remember, I remember it so vividly of just like twirling around and just like yelling at my mom and my sister, because I have a lot of these visits from loved ones. And I wanted them to remember this. And I didn't know if they were really there with me or if it was part of my dream. But I remember yelling at them, like, look around you. Take in all the smells, the colors. Like, this is really happening. We're really here. Like, we're with Dad right now. And Mm -hmm. uh, my dad had amazing things to say. He was telling me how wonderful heaven was and Mm. how he lives in this beautiful house with some relative of ours. (laughs) I don't (laughs) remember who exactly. But then um, when it was my turn to talk to him, I was went my daughter's four and a half years old for those who don't know. Um, and she was very attached to my dad. And mm-hmm. I said, I just wish Lucy were here right now mm-hmm. to see you like I'm seeing you. And he stopped and he said, Allie, look over to your left. And I looked to my left and there she was sitting in my, on my Aww. dad's lap, just like she always did. Aww. And he said, that's her dream right now. I'm with her right now. She's visiting her at this very moment. But it was so vivid. It was so real. And I didn't know yeah. if that was a dream or a visit. And I really hope it was a visit. But <laughs> I've just been thinking about it so much lately. Yeah. It was absolutely yeah. a visit. And the way that you can tell the difference is when it's a visit, it it is as you describe it. So it's vivid, very yeah. vivid. You, the, it's like everything's heightened. It's like in yeah. double HD. And, yeah, and the sounds are clearer and the colors are more yeah. vibrant and the, and you remember it. You know, most yeah. dreams, we remember bits and pieces, but we don't remember it in dreams in that kind of detail. Right. And, and no, that was absolutely a visit. Okay. Yeah, exactly. and I didn't know if like my sister and my mom were there with me too, because mm-hmm. it seemed like they were, but I didn't know because I remember just yelling at them because I wanted them because I believe I have a little bit more psychic 
ability, like at night is when my mm-hmm. things happen to me. And mm-hmm. they, you know, but I just remember wanting them to remember this moment because I knew it was such a huge thing in like kind of like our healing process. They were so. both with you. Absolutely. They were there with you. Um, they may not remember it. They may not be able to process it. You're more open to the psychic stuff. And, and as we've discussed before, everybody has this ability. Right. Some of us come in with a little more than others, but everybody has the, the capability to develop it. So yeah. you're, you're just m- more open. You're more accepting. I think your mom and your sister still although there's been so many things that have been validated for them uh-huh. from the spiritual world, world since your dad died, um, there's still a part of them that are like, yeah, I don't know that I really buy this, yeah. which is fine because yeah. everybody's path is, you know, is different. So right. you're, you're the one that your dad told, if I remember correctly, that first night, the night he died, when you called into the show, you and your mom, I believe your dad told you that, you know, he's really relying on you to convey this information to them. Yeah, I have been. People are probably yeah. like, okay, Alex, but I'm like, did that other thing happen? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, the other the thing, more you talk about it, the more comfortable they'll get with it. Yeah, yeah, and I have. I've been telling everybody just about different, especially the picture of my dad was in the kitchen. Like, I saved that picture on my phone forever because it's just so vivid. Um, yeah. But, well, I, I'm so glad that you called in tonight because I got a, an email submitted online by a woman, and I wanted to read it. I'm going to read it now, and it's going to be fun to read it while you're on the phone because it involves you. Oh. So, um, do you mind if I just no, go ahead? No, not at all. This is from someone named Shan, S-H-A-N-N, from Battle Creek, Michigan. I always think of Kellogg's. Isn't Kellogg's <laughs> made in Battle Creek, Michigan? Yeah, I always think of Kellogg's cereal. <laughs> um, when I was growing up, that's, they talked yeah. about, you know, the Kellogg's eggs. It was like in Battle Creek, mm-hmm. Michigan. Anyway, yes. Shan said, hi, Julie. I have just found your show. It's amazing. The first show I listened to was The Dad Passing and the Yellow Roses. My dad had just passed about 10 days before that, and he had yellow roses at his funeral. The moment I heard the story, and everybody, that's Allie's story. Allie, who's on with us right now, that's Allie's story. I had an overwhelming feeling to go get a yellow rose bouquet for my mom and to tell her dad was well. He passed from cancer. So many things from your show have touched a chord in me. My question is, my mother is also fighting cancer for the third time. What's the best treatment for her right now? Will she beat this again? And what can I do for her? Thank you for your time. And here's my response. Hi, Shan. My condolences on the loss of your father. It is amazing how our deceased loved ones get information to us. You're hearing Allie's story about her recently deceased dad asking her to give yellow roses to her mom and to say they were from him was how your dad got a message to you. Nothing is a coincidence. This just proves how we're all connected. As for your mom and her health situation, I attempted to do a scan on her. First, I connected to you, then from you to her. When I psychically asked her permission to scan her, she refused. Now, everybody, when I am scanning somebody who isn't talking to me either via online or or in a call or in person, I always ask permission before I scan somebody because I believe it's a violation of their 
privacy. You know, if I'm just scanning them, I don't believe it's ethical to do that. So I go back to my response. Your mother told me she feels, um, oh, when I psychically asked her permission to scan her, she refused. So that's my point. I asked her if I could scan her, her mom, psychically. I connected to her mom through Shan. And then she said no. So I didn't. And she said, I go on to say, your mother told me she feels you've had enough stress in your life and don't need to worry about her too. She said she just wants your love. She also said she, she'd appreciate your helping her make the Christmas holidays in quotes. Now, this is the mom's words, the happiest ever, which I thought was a big statement coming from the fact that they just lost their dad and husband. The mom wants this to be the happiest Christmas ever. I went on to say, your mother told me she'd like to do holidays, holiday activities with you, go to Christmas concerts and events. She said they don't need to cost anything. The free ones would be fine. And I put in parentheses, check out local churches because a lot of times their choirs will have Christmas concerts and they're free. You go listen to them in the church. And then I went on to say, I'll be delighted to scan your mom in the future if she will allow me to. Thanks for letting me know about your dad and how you gave your mom yellow roses. What a touching, incredible story. So my point in this, not only to Shan, but also to you, Allie, is thank you for sharing your story about your dad and this whole yellow roses yeah. thing. Because it's touching people who listen yeah. Who knew that it would touch somebody? And this is the second person this has touched in the past couple of weeks who've contacted yeah. saying, oh, my God, you know, this story pertains to me as well as to Allie. So please thank Allie for sharing her story. <laughs> so yeah, no, and is that? Yeah, you know, no, Allie, it's very comforting for sure to know that, I mean, Obviously, I'm not the first one to ever lose my dad, and I won't be the last, but at least it gives a little bit of comfort to everybody, you know, else out there listening, too. That's, you know, that's wonderful. Well, it's a wonderful side effect of what's coming out of all of this grief and pain that you and your mm-hmm. family are going through. Is you're helping all these people you don't even know. Right, yeah, no, that's sharing wonderful. story. So wonderful. So thank you for calling in. We'll be thinking about you during the holidays. I know it will be bittersweet, but, um, you know, like, like Shan's mom said, you know, make this the the happiest Christmas ever. Yes, I will. Um, really quick. The last thing I had though was, um, I keep feeling somebody touching my head and I've never had this issue before, but like the past few weeks, like very noticeable. Like I touched my head because I feel like something's on my head. (laughs) I know. So I didn't know if that was just me or if that was really like somebody. It's your grandmother Lucille. Really? That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. Thank you. I was just, because it's been very like, somebody is touching my head. (laughs) Yeah, it's your grandmother. Okay. Now, that, now, tell everybody which grandmother that is. Is that your oh, paternal that or is, um, my dad. My dad's mom, and uh, that is also who my daughter is named after, and it's my middle name. Apparently she's very close to me. She, so. Yeah, she's comforting you. <laughs> yeah, she wants so. you to know she's around you. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you so much for everything. You I really bet. appreciate it. So, Thanks all right, for calling in, Allie. Thank you. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. We, let's go to, I believe we have Susie next. Hi, Susie. Are you on? Hi. Thank you. Hi yes. There. Um, 
Hi. Well, there's um, one quick question that I remember last week someone asked if you could tell them where something might be located. And then the other yeah. question, I'm not sure, it, since I'm new to these calls, I'm not sure if it's something you might be able to answer. But one thing that's been driving me crazy is I always wear a black headband. Like for yeah. years, I wear the black headband, and I never go anywhere without it, and I wear it at home. And, and it's been missing for a couple of weeks on, like, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. I took it off to take a nap, and I'm wondering if you see it. It's just one of those funny little things that drives me right. crazy wondering. If you so you want me to find? You want me to see if I can find where your black headband is? Yeah, I'm wearing the I'm wearing a brown one that I it's the same thing, but the black one is the one I need. <laughs> I need That's it before favorite. my Christmas party. Yeah, I need it before my Christmas party. So I'm tearing the house apart looking for it instead okay, of crazy you, wondering. Can you tell everybody where you're calling from? From near Please? San Francisco, the, the Bay Area. Okay, terrific. Wonderful. All right, let me get you on my radar. I'm going to do a laser beam coming from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, heading west, a little northwest, San Francisco's northwest of Birmingham. We're here in the deep south. All right, got you. Okay. Um, Check in your living room in between couch cushions. Okay. All right. And then do you know how to help someone? Like I have an issue with clutter where I keep too much paper and stuff. Do you have any way of of advising on how to release that kind of attachment to papers and things? Uh, So I'm not sure if this is anything you've ever answered before or this kind of thing you answer because I'm new to the calls. Let's see. So your question is how can you best stop hoarding papers? Yeah, keeping way too many papers, feeling like I'm afraid to release things. And the, what came into my head was scan them. Okay. Scan them and put them in the computer, make them digital. That way you don't have to get rid of them, but you don't have to have the paper and the clutter around. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the first thing that came in my head. That's, and, I, and I know that sounds really simplistic, and maybe it's just that simple. <laughs> uh-huh. Or, or just the other items like clothing or that kind of thing that's just, having that attachment to things, keeping too many things? Is there any advice of what to uh, kind of have a breakthrough on that? Concentra- what I'm getting is concentrate on helping other people with them. So oh, when you okay. give clothing to charity uh-huh. and that kind of thing, think about how wonderful that's going to be to somebody who can't afford to buy whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's something that can really help them. And what you may okay. want to do along those lines, too, Susie, is find a charity that that you know the clothing's really going to go to somebody that needs it. It's not going to go to a place where they have to buy it, even at a reduced price. Right. But there are some of those charities around where they just give clothes. What I used to do when my son was growing up, um, a couple of days before Christmas, I would fill my trunk with toys and clothes and stuff that we weren't going to use anymore. And I would go find where a bunch of day laborers were and I would just open my trunk and they would come get stuff out of my trunk. And they were so thrilled because they could use those items, you know, and it have clothing, like kids clothing and stuff like that. And, you know, you may want to think about something. And, and I, I used to take my son with me and my husband would go too, obviously. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. don't put yourself in danger doing it. But, oh my God, it was such a great feeling to do that. And, and it, these people were so grateful and so overwhelmed. Some of them were in tears. 
Mm. Because That's beautiful. Thank you. You know, we just drove up with this big old truck full of stuff, and we did it every year. And I'd usually do it like on the twenty third or so. And, uh-huh. and I thought, you know, I really want this stuff to go to people who can use it and don't have to buy it. Yes, and I love so, the same thing. It's a great time of year for that, and that always yeah. does help me. So thanks for the reminder, and thanks so yeah. much. I'll look for that, that headband. Yeah. <laughs> it was in my Good bedroom luck. last time I saw it, so we'll see. Thank have, you. Have fun at your Christmas party. Thank you so much. That'll be on the okay. 17th, so Take thanks care. a lot. Happy holidays. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. Most of us have busy lives, and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one. It's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals. B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals, dot com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. So if you want to call in and join us some week, you can tell it's a lot of fun. The questions are fun, and it's fun to get to talk to everybody from all over. Um, just go to my website, AskJulieRyan.com. All this call information, if you scroll down on the homepage, it's down near the bottom of the homepage, and you can see it there and uh, and call in. And then also while you're there, sign up for the newsletter. There's a button there, and you throw in your email address, and I send an email out usually on Thursdays, and it's a question that somebody has submitted online, and I answer it. So it'll take you less than a minute to read it, but it has this call information in it on the um, email, in the body of the email. So it's a reminder to call in if you have a question. Also, while you're there, schedule an appointment. And you've heard a couple of people say that they've had private appointments with me already. Normally, it's done via phone. Most of my appointments are done remotely. And for those of you that are in other countries, Skype works great. And also, I have international country codes for most countries that will give you a, a line or a phone number to call within your country. So it won't be an international rate. So do that. So we tape the shows on Thursday nights, and then it's up available online, usually on Saturday, and you can download it on iTunes or Stitcher or iHeart. Just look, Google, just search Ask Julie Ryan, or you can listen to it on the Law of Attraction Radio Network, and uh, and those are good sources. I'm a podcast girl, so I like to download podcasts and I listen to them while I'm walking or while I'm driving in the car, and I find that that works out really well for me. So 
whatever works best for you is great. And let's see who our next caller is. I believe it's Carol. Hi, Carol. Are you with us? Yes. Hi, Julie. Hi, Carol. How are you this evening? Well, I'm I'm having a bit of problems. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, Tell in, everybody uh, where the you're Bay calling. Area, San Francisco Bay Area, Bay Area. California. Okay. Um, Perfect. I talked to you uh, about three or four weeks ago, right. and uh, I'm still working on that problem with my house. But um, today, my pro- uh, what I've been having this last week is I have a severe pain in my left hip, and I can't. We can't seem to find what the problem is. Huh. Okay. Well, let me get you on my radar. It's going to find you right now. I got gotcha. you. Uh, oh, okay. I'm seeing more inflammation on the right hip, which is interesting. Well, usually it's the right hip that bothers me, but this time it's the left hip that's hurting. Okay. I'm going to turn you around. I'm looking at you from the front, so I'm going to turn you around. Everybody, what I'm seeing in my mind's eye is I've got Carol on my radar, which means I have an outline of her body and it's again it's like I have a big screen TV in my head and I'm looking at an X ray or a CT scan for her or of her and I'm looking at the right hip and you've been to see the doctor and they don't know what's I've going on. I've been to the doctor twice, I've been to the chiropractor twice. I've done everything I can think of for this Thing. And it's just a sharp pain that doesn't go away. It doesn't dull. I mean, it just is excruciating night and day. All right. Have you, been to see an Have you been to see an orthopedic surgeon yet? No. Okay. I think it's time for you to go to see an orthopedic surgeon. I believe you have bone on bone in that hip. And what that means is if, if the, your hip joint is a, looks like a ball on a stick and then the the... It goes into kind of a U-shaped, um, you know, if you look at a skeleton, the pelvis, you can uh-huh. see um, you can see what the hip joint looks like, where it joins in at the pelvis, and I believe you have bone on bone. So I would go see an orthopedic surgeon. A couple of things I would ask about. First is um, ask about ozone therapy, and you may want to Google that too, Carol, Okay. They're having a lot of um, success with o- shooting ozone. And o- we all think of ozone as, you know, the ozone of the sky is being damaged and all of that. Well, yeah, there's that, but, but they can shoot ozone into our joints and it relieves pain. It, it can help regenerate cartilage and other tissues. So I would do some research on that before you go see a surgeon. Okay, okay, and ask them about that. Um, the other thing is they're probably going to want to give you some cortisone shots to start off, and you may want to try that and see whether or not that relieves the pain, at least in the short run, and, and you can function better. Do you have an orthopedic surgeon that you know? Or, no, I don't. Okay, then ask around and, and get two or three references on uh, orthopedic surgeons in your area, you know, obviously check with your insurance and see see who's covered under your insurance. But um, if you have insurance, but get get to I would get at least a couple of opinions on this. But I believe you have bone on bone, and that's why that's so painful. Okay, is this co- is this caused from from the fall when I crushed the discs the disc on no. my back? No, no, Mm-mm. it's not. I think it's just age. 
more than anything. I think it's just wear and tear. Oh, okay. And it's the hip on on the left side. Yeah. I'm seeing bone on bone. I'm not seeing that cartilage that normally I'll see in between. That ball. And if you if you Google, you know, hip joint, right. you'll see a picture of it. And okay. and then and it, I would Google hip joint bone on bone and then read what you get. And then I would also Google ozone therapy for joint okay. pain. Okay. Okay. And, see if that well, and the ozone, the ozone therapy too, Carol, is pretty inexpensive. It's like, you know, maybe a hundred or a couple hundred bucks a shot. It's you know way. Well, less should cover expensive. that, shouldn't it? Yeah, it's way less expensive than a, than a lot of other um, different options. So check that out. Okay. Okay. And I hope you feel better. I hope that helps, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Thank you. You too. Okay. Thanks for calling and thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. And you, you have bet. a wonderful holiday and be blessed. Hey. Thanks. Take care. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me read another quick question from somebody that was uh, that has submitted this online. This one's from Rachel and she's in Canonley, hope I say this right, North Yorkshire in the UK. And she asked, hi, Julie, our Siamese cat, Gio, has been missing for 18 hours. I have two young children who are very upset, and I'm devastated. Is he alive and just on a long walk, or has something happened to him? You helped my friend Victoria in London recently, and she suggested I contact you. Please help. And here's my response. Hi, Rachel. So sorry to hear Gio is missing. In order to get some answers for you, I connected to you and then to Gio. Same thing that I do with anybody that's in the U.S. I can connect to anybody anywhere in the world. So my laser beam just went to Rachel in England, and that's how I connected to her. I went back to say, at this moment in time, I believe he is alive and is within about eight kilo- an eight-kilometer radius of your home. I got five miles, but I knew enough that they don't use miles in England, so I I Googled it and saw, what's five miles in kilometers? And I got eight. <laughs> so uh, I would have to say he's lost, very frightened, and hopes you find him. It seems he's found someone who has put out some food for him. Gio asked that you put lost cat signs with his picture and your contact information on them around your area. He also asked for you to have the vet place a chip in him so he can be located just in case he gets lost again. I believe you'll find him. Good luck. P.S. Please give my love to Victoria, her friend in London. Okay, let's go back to another caller, and I believe we have Kathleen. Hi, Kathleen, are you with us? I am, Julie. Hi there. Hi there. Hi. Tell everybody where you're calling from. Um, from Moore Park, California. Moore Park. I used to live yeah. in Westlake Village. Yeah, I remember we talked before about that. I know. Yeah. Yeah, well, terrific to hear from you. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. What can I do for you this evening? Okay, so I've been having a couple of um, career business kind of issues with um, in 2016 here. And okay. Just, just last week, I, um, I was contacted by somebody who was interested in doing a business partnership. And, okay. Um, I wasn't sure about that, um, and that that's kind of my main question. And then a second part of the question is I, I'm wondering, because I've been 
on and off looking for, you know, jobs and kind of just keeping my eye out there. Uh-huh. And um, I'm, I'm not sure. It hasn't worked out. So I, I, I think in, in my intuition, I think I'm, you know, kind of blocking anything coming to me in that sense. Uh-huh. Um, so I kind of just wanted to find out what you get on that because I'm try- I tried doing what you, you know you told me to do, and I'm not uh-huh. getting anything. I'm not getting anything when I ask. As far question. as asking, is it in your best yes. interest? Yes. Okay. Not, so let's do it together. Okay. Let's do it together. Okay. What can you tell me? We can use for this partnership. Is there somebody's name or um, um, something that will? Kind of identify this part, potential partnership. Um, new business partnership. I is that new business um, partner. Well, can we? New I'm sorry. Collaboration. New business collaboration. Okay. Spirits are really literal, so I find. Are you still with me? Yes. Okay. All right. There was some static there for a second. Um, spirits are really crazy literal. It's hilarious. They're just like literal, literal. So is there something, if you don't want to identify who the people are, is there something you can say that will identify the type of business you're going to be in or something? Um, marketing collaboration. Mark, he wants to put together a group of people and I would be one of them. Um, to be okay. A, uh, in a certain team. industry? marketing company okay so not in any particular industry just just market like an advertising marketing company to advertise whatever for clients yes client okay so let's ask the question and everybody i i always talk about let's ask the question as specifically as we can and let's ask it in such a way so we say is it in my best interest or is it in somebody's best interest, like Kathleen's best interest, too, and then you finish the sentence. The reason I like to do it that way is because it encompasses all variables of an outcome. We in our human minds and our human capacity don't have the capability to envision all outcomes of a scenario. So when we ask, is it in my best interest, too, and you can be, you can ask yes, no questions. You can ask questions that are, that require some kind of answer. Is it in my best interest to eat this chocolate cake or to eat this vanilla cookie? You know, whatever. And you're going to get an answer. And the answer is the first thing that pops into your head as fast as you can snap your fingers. If you think about the answer for more than a second or two, that's your brain answering you. But when you ask a question to the universe that encompasses God and spirit guides and your deceased loved ones and angels and the whole gamut of everybody that has your best interest. So Kathleen, here we go. Is it in Mm -hmm. Kathleen's best interest to do a partnership for a marketing company with this person? Is it a man? Yes. Okay. With this man. What's the first thing that comes into your head? No. I got to know too. Now, okay. the reason why I like that, as I mentioned, it encompasses all variables. It can be no because for a bazillion reasons. Who knows? 
you know, maybe he's mm. unethical. Maybe you guys won't get along. Maybe there's something better coming along. I mean, there's mm. like okay. tons of different possibilities. So, yeah. so I get that. And then what, did you have a second question? Yeah, I was just, and so, you know, I was looking on, you know, always open to applying for jobs. I get these jobs, you know, inquiries into my inbox every day. And I'm like, and I apply for some of them and I never hear anything about it. So I'm like, should I be doing that or should I not be doing that? I can't tell. <laughs> Answering these job applications? Yes, yes. Are they coming and, from and, like an online headhunter kind of a yeah, thing? Yeah, they're coming from um, agencies, agencies that, that uh, okay. I'm, on their, well, I'm on their list for. Let's ask these questions again. Is it okay. in Kathleen's best interest to continue to answer the job application emails that she receives daily. What do you get? What, that was a long question, but what do you get when you ask that question? I got a no. I got a yes. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay, because see, I'm blocking something because I've been doing this and I've been submitting them and submitting them and submitting them and I never hear anything back. And I'm like, I don't know that you're okay. blocking anything. I think that the right match hasn't come up yet. Really? Okay. Yeah, you know, I think it's probably law of averages. Okay, okay. I wasn't sure if I should be, you know, staying with my business that I'm, you know, doing as freelance, or, you know, going and getting something. So, well, and that's a different okay. question. Is it in Kathleen's best interest to continue to um, operate her current business? What do you get on that? I don't get anything. I get a yes. Really. Okay. Is it in Kathleen's best interest to continue to answer the email job applications she's receiving? I get a yes. So maybe you're oh. supposed to answer those and keep your business open while you're doing them simultaneously. Huh. See, and that's what I was thinking too. But then I kept I kept getting no no response from any of these these applications. So I'll just keep doing that, and then if the right one comes, then um, yeah. I'll know. They just, okay. They just haven't been a good fit. You know, okay. just be grateful. Be grateful yeah. you have it. I mean, that's just like, you know, you don't want to okay. go waste your time interviewing for a job you're going to hate. Yeah. If the right yeah. thing comes along and it makes sense and it's in your best interest, then okay. go interview for it. But okay. I don't think you have anything to lose, and I'm getting yeses on all those questions. Okay. All right. Good. I'm glad. Okay. okay. Well, you have a wonderful holiday, and you thank too. you so much for calling in. Good luck with the job hunt. Thank you. Okay. Holiday, Julie. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. I believe our next caller is Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Are you with us? Hey, Julie. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm here. Well, how are you, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing great. Good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. I am from Birmingham also, a fellow southerner. Birmingham, Alabama. Sweet home, baby. That's Roll right. Tide. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Got a question for me? I do. Okay. So it's not really a health question. It's more of like a life death. Maybe it was a visit. I'm not sure. Um, okay. So when I lived in London in 2011 for school, about halfway through, I heard these, these this lady screaming. It only happened once. But I heard this lady, like, screaming all night. I was, like, kind of, like, half asleep, half awake. I didn't get any sleep the whole night. You know, it was kind of freaking me out, you know. And then yeah. uh, 
like a few weeks or a few months later, I can't remember. Uh, I, I can't remember who brought it up, but my roommate, we were talking about it. I want to say my roommate brought it up and she had heard the same thing. And so it kind of freaked me out because I wasn't sure if I was dreaming or what, or but it didn't feel like a dream. It felt very real, you know? And so she heard it also. So I'm kind of thinking there was something there, you know? Tommy, did you live in an apartment building or a house or what? It was, it was a, uh, it was kind of like a townhouse above okay. a, a restaurant. It's kind of like a, ta- a townhouse, yeah. Okay, so you don't think it was somebody that was maybe in your building or on I, the street that you heard? No, I, it felt like, no, it felt like a, like a visit or something. You know, that's you know, it could have been anything, but I feel like I was like half asleep, and I feel like I was hearing it in my head, kind of, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it could have been somebody on the street, but I don't know. Maybe we had a crazy neighbor. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> but um, I don't know. It felt it felt like something not not you know natural. I guess I don't know. Do you remember any other details about um, when you were hearing it? Did you see anything? Do you remember like if you were dreaming? Do you remember seeing anything? Like we were talking about with Allie earlier that she had a visit from her dad. And um, it feels really like you're there. You know, there's no, it's like you're I mean, living this. And you're, it feels very vibrant and very, almost like your senses are heightened. Yeah, I mean, it, it was definitely freaking me out. I didn't, I wasn't dreaming anything. I didn't see anything. I could just hear this lady screaming and it was like in my head, I know. And I would wake up and I keep waking up, but I felt like I was, wasn't fully asleep. I don't know. No, I don't. So when you really, woke up, could you still hear it, or or I, only when you were asleep? I feel like kind of like I could still hear it when I was awake, and I kind of feel like I was like going crazy or something, you know? No. But. Okay. All right. Well, as you heard me mention to Kathleen, the gal that called right before you, um, let's ask some questions and see if we can get some answers first. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an instant replay of your townhouse when you were lit with you living in it. What uh-huh. year did you say it was? 2011? It's 2011. Yeah. About halfway into the year. Okay. All right. So I'll, I can do an instant replay like they do on football games, you know, where somebody yeah. makes a touchdown and they go do an instant replay and you can see it on TV. So um, let's, let's ask some questions first and then I'll do an instant replay. Um, okay. uh, did Tommy hear, an actual human woman screaming when he was living in London in 2011. What's the answer you get? First thing that comes in your head. I, I think no. I got a no. no too. I got a no too. Did Tommy hear a spirit screaming? What do you get? I think yes. I got a yes too. Yeah. Is this Great. someone that used to, yeah, and my legs are vibrating, Tommy, which is just validation to me. It's a kinesthetic thing that happens when there's a question that, you know, I'm really getting a good validation. My legs, it's like somebody has them hooked up to an electrical current and they're going, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're onto something with that. All right. Is this a woman who used to live in the townhouse? I got to know. How old was the townhouse? I'm not sure, but, it, you know, it's in London, so it's pr- pr- pretty old, I'm sure. It's old. very pretty okay. old, yeah. All right. Is this a woman that was screaming outside of the townhouse? I got a yes on that. Yeah. All right. Let's do a replay and see what, um, see what, what happened. 
see if we can see what happened. All right, I'm connecting to you. I got you. All right, my laser beam's going to London. Okay, yeah, I can see her. All right, she's in, um, the year was 1851, Tommy? Kidding, really? Wow. No, she's got a hat on. She's dressed in an outfit that is, her skirt is down to the ground, you know, like they dressed back then. She's got kind yeah. of a short um, jacket on, and... Uh, She's walking. She's walking with a man, but they got mugged. Is what oh, happened. Wow. She got attacked, and he okay. got mugged. So the husband—I don't know. Is it, yeah, I'm getting it's her husband. Her name was Cynthia. Wow. Uh, let me see. Like, did she survive? I guess. I mean, she survived. Her husband beat off this guy, you know, like got into a fight. She's hitting him with her, her handbag, sitting this guy, like, you know, trying to get him to go away. He grabs her handbag and he ran off. So she survived. He survived. Um, She doesn't know she's dead. So that's why you were hearing this. She's a ghost. Ghosts don't know they're dead. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can get her to go into the light, um, to go to heaven. So what, I, what I'm seeing is there's this big opening of this yellowish, whitish, big wall of light, which is what heaven looks like to me. And there are some of her family members that have come out of the light and they're they're motioning for her to join them. There's a membrane, Tommy, that I see with heaven, and it's, it has a little bit of a rubbery feel to it, almost like a, um, not as thick as, as a diving suit, you know, or a surfing suit, but, a, but thinner than that, but it has a little bit of a rubbery feel, and they're motioning for her to um, join them. Her husband is, has already, her husband's part of that posse, from heaven that's trying to get her to join them. She's not wanting to join them at the moment. I'll I'll work on her some more and see if I can help her, you know, go on to heaven and convince her that she's not still alive. It's a, it's a um, dual reality is what happened. And um, she doesn't know she's dead. So, so your psychic ability, go, you go, man, picked up her screaming. And that's what that was. That's why you heard her pretty rough screaming it's freaked me out you know mm. like i don't know that's crazy okay yeah. i guess he's like, you live in the moment or something or, or, i don't we, know there there are dual realities that happen multiple realities that happen all at the same time and it's kind of einstein's theory of relativity and it's way more advanced than my brain can comprehend but i see them like if i'll scan something i used to uh, see this scene when i was at my friend's house in nashville and and i could see that there was almost a portal going through her house and her guest room and it was all these people in the in the 19th century that were going to church they were all dressed up and there there was a little they lived on an old plantation grounds you know, on the grounds of an old plantation. And there was a little chapel that was still standing in their neighborhood. And it was like this pathway, and I could see this dual reality when I turned my radar on and off. It was pretty wild. But I think that's what you, fe- what you heard. And um, 
And I think part of the reason why you heard that, I believe everything happens for us, Chami. I believe the reason why you heard that is because you're supposed to know that you have these abilities. And, um, and if you choose to enhance them, you can and develop them, but trust your intuition because you're, you know, you're getting inform, you're getting more information from, um, spiritual sources than just the stuff that we get from our daily lives. And you can rely on it because all those questions we asked, you and I were on the same page with that. So you were getting accurate information. So I think that's why that happened. Oh, to wow. let you know you have this ability, and that's where free will comes in. You have the choice whether or not you want to develop it. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I hope it okay. So you bet. Take care. Thanks, bye, bye, Tommy. All right. Well, we are just about out of time, and I know we have one more caller, and this is Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi. How are you? I didn't even know if you knew I had joined in. You did. You showed up on my manifest here. It's my mission control, but I don't really have time to take a a question. That's okay. I loved every minute of this, and I just can I just say one thing really fast? Sure. I had the same thing come with my mother. My mother came to me to let me know that my daughter was pregnant. Oh, and, wonderful. And it was the same visit, type of visit, and I always wondered about it. So that was so wonderful to hear. Just oh. so wonderful well, to hear. Please so. call in next week, and, and I'll oh, thank I, you first. For and sure I will, Julie. I loved okay. it. Thank you. All righty. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us this week. I hope your weekend is terrific. Enjoy the holiday season. Get out, you know, go to concerts, even if they're free. Look up at churches. Um, I thought that was great advice for one of our, I guess it was Shan from Michigan who submitted her question. And, um, And just enjoy every minute because it comes and goes so fast. I'm delighted that you could you could be with us this evening. Thanks to all of our callers and uh, hope to hear from you next week. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan to schedule an appointment or submit a question. Please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.